Blessed Bruno Lanteri was a priest and founder of the Oblates of the Blessed Virgin Mary, a religious community in the kingdom of Piedmont, Sardinia, in the northwestern Italy in the early 19th century. Today, the Oblates are a worldwide community of priests and brothers. Blessed Bruno was known for many things, including being a tremendous confessor, allowing people to start over in life, confident of God's fidelity to them, even when they failed in their fidelity to him. Blessed Bruno coined a phrase that comes to mind on the feast of the baptism of the Lord, that is, nunc cepi. It's a Latin phrase that simply means, now I begin. You may have heard it because former Colts quarterback and former parishioner Philip Rivers carried it with him as a motto for his life. It helped him live in the present moment. On the feast of the baptism of the Lord, nunc cepi, that is, Jesus' ministry began. I envision him taking a big breath as he walked away from the scholars during what was called the hidden years of his life. They are called the hidden years because with the exception of Jesus' birth, his presentation in the temple, his flight into Egypt, and when his parents found him preaching in the temple to the elders, we know little else about his early life. But we can make assumptions. He was the son of a carpenter, for example, so he most likely worked with his hands. As was evidenced by the flight into Egypt, we know that Jesus lived under the threat of persecution and death. He experienced life as a refugee as Mary and Joseph fled the wrath of Herod for safety, of Jesus' safety. And one can easily conclude that Jesus was most likely poor, even homeless for a time. It is reported in the scriptures that his own people rejected him. Maybe during the hidden years he was even bullied by those who didn't understand him. In other words, it wasn't exactly a stress-free life in the country. He experienced our trials and really more. Still, Jesus remained focused, learning the scriptures, and spent time in prayer and preparation for his destiny and his mission. Those called to rabbinic service began their ministry at around age 30. It doesn't seem to be a coincidence then that during his 30th year, Jesus left his home. I'm sure as he set out, there was sadness as he said goodbye to his earthly parents for the sake of his mission. Parents, no doubt, were sad and maybe even tentative or even scared about his future. But Nuncepi, it had to begin. It would be, uh, he would be obedient to his father's will. Jesus headed southeast to the Jordan River where he met up with John, who was also busy in obedience to the will of God. Preparing the way for Jesus, he is in the mud of the Jordan River, baptizing sinners and prostitutes. And it is in that earthly moment that Jesus asks for baptism. It's important to remember, of course, that Jesus' baptism was not like ours. We are baptized in the Trinity and initiated into the life of the church. Jesus' baptism was a baptism of repentance and forgiveness of sins, a way for folks who were off track to turn the page and begin anew. But Jesus was without sin. Even John questions his request for baptism in the scriptures, reminding Jesus that it should be the other way around. That is, Jesus should be baptizing John. 
But Jesus insists, saying, allow it for now, allow it for today, for thus it is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. Again, nunchapi, let this mission begin. In biblical times, to fulfill all righteousness refers to the plan of God. It means that we do whatever we have to do to fulfill our role in salvation history each and every day. Jesus fulfilled his mission on the cross, that is, he was born to die, and between his birth and death, and after those hidden years, he would preach and teach and forgive and heal. Every day was new and full of adventure as he continued the task to which the Father had called him. So as we celebrate Jesus' baptism, it's impossible to not recall our own baptisms. For most of us, we receive baptism by a priest or a deacon in the loving arms of our parents. Perhaps there are pictures of the event in the brunch that most likely followed, and so we began our lives in Christ. Others began their lives in Christ as catechumens in the church. But so often we feel like we aren't making the progress that we want to in the spiritual life. I know so many Catholics who live in frustration, putting off a deeper yes to God until tomorrow or maybe the next day. I've heard some people talk about New Year's resolutions whereby they hope to draw closer to Christ in prayer, scripture, repenting from an oft-repeated sin again because they failed to do it last year. Over time, our lack of fidelity to our baptismal promises starts to wear on us. Some even despair. But the Lord doesn't want us to be discouraged. He wants us to live for the moment. He constantly calls us to start fresh in that nunchepi attitude. He wants nothing more than to wash away the sins of our past and to have us entrust our present and our future to his providence. Mindful of our baptisms, Jesus wants us to say yes to him today. That's what matters. And to experience the joy and peace that he has in store for us. God blessed us with baptism, but having given us the sacrament of reconciliation, he knew that we would have to start anew each day. That is, nunchepi, now I begin today, perfectly encapsulates the call to a new life in Christ grounded in our status as baptized Catholics. It not only means then, now I begin, but it also means, now I start over. These simple words hold the secret to consistent progress in the spiritual life. Where Whenever my strength fails me, with God's help, I can get up and start again. St. Bruno had a conviction about starting over. He said that even if I should fall a thousand times a day, a thousand times I will get up again and say, Nunchepi, now I begin. So during this new year, let's begin. Let's start over if we find ourselves lost and in the shadow of spiritual death. Let's remember that God is absolutely on our side. He wants to be with us in this life and also in the next. At Jesus' baptism, Jesus started to show us the way. In our baptism, he gave us grace to be his disciples through sacramental grace. 
Let us pray in thanksgiving for our baptisms, for our parents, for our godparents. Maybe even pray for the priest or the deacon who baptized us. And then, us, then let us start. Let us renew our commitment to begin again and again when we leave this church today. Amen.